you know, a lot of times we talk about July being quiet or the end of June being quiet. Not so quiet this year. It's awesome. It's fantastic if you do a podcast because things are happening daily. Alabama's getting commitments left and right. And meanwhile, the college football world gets turned up on its head. It's crazy. And we're going to talk about all of it on Locked On Bama today. Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Lockdown Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Doing fine, doing fine. Appreciate you asking. Doing a lot better than the Pac-12 commissioner. Tell you that. Um, yeah, long day for him. <laughs> boy, I'm going to tell you, I mean, if you're George Klyakov, I think, or Kli- <coughs> whatever his name is, you know, you wake up in the morning, you're like, ah. I got a big day being commissioner of the Pac-12. Let's make sure Twitter and others going, oh, my God. <laughs> my, I mean, this is like waking up and your wife and your mistress saying, you know what? We're both leaving you. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're going to talk about USC and UCLA here in just a minute and its ramifications for Alabama. But, of course, it's got ramifications for Alabama because Alabama is the thing in college football right now. And so I'm just curious where all this will lead. But I think instead we'll start with a little bit of bad news. That's not unexpected. Caden Proctor, the really the number one off the country by a lot of services, um, he just surprisingly committed today to Iowa. Not a surprise he commits to Iowa. I think the people were surprised. He just tweeted out earlier this morning, like, hey, I'm going to commit at 1 o'clock. And when he did that, and there was no elephant emoji tweet, I think we all realized, um, yeah, he's committing to Iowa. Good for him. Awesome. I, I mean, I'm pulling for him. He seems like a cool kid. This is not like some bitter thing for me. I think he's awesome. I think he's going to do great at Iowa. I wish he had come to Alabama. If he were probably from anywhere else, he'd probably be at Alabama. But it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, certainly not a loss because, I mean, you you were uh, quite the optimist if you ever projected Caden Proctor to be part of this class. Uh, there was never any real indication he was going to leave home. Uh, and, you know, this is a controversial thing to say, but, 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 but <laughs> particularly on a day like today, I remember my great friend, the late Cecil Hurt, the, the wisest person I've ever known. I remember him telling me one time that, it's going to be impossible for Alabama fans and SEC fans to separate themselves from their, their myopic view of, of, of the college football world. But you, if you're king of the mountain, if you're king of the mountain and you want to remain king of the mountain, you need a mountain. You need a mountain. And if, if college football turned into a regional sport where the only people and fans that care about college football live in the southeastern United States – then college football is something like NASCAR, where it's not a national thing where the entire country's crazy about it. It's just, it's a regional sport. And, and that's not good for Alabama. There has to be a mountain to be king of the mountain. And, and I say all that to say, you know what? Caden Proctor is, is, is from a, a, a place that's got a really solid football program. But if Iowa can't keep him at home, 
that's like Iowa not being a power five school. It's like Iowa, well, will never compete, never with the Ohio States, the Michigans, much less the Alabamas and the Georgias. I mean, I do think every now and then, while this was a loss for Alabama in some sense, uh, kids like Caden Proctor is probably best for the sport if they stay home, to be honest. And and for those that don't get all this, uh, what about when the state of Alabama has a premier basketball talent and, 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 he's, and he's got the Duke and the Carolina and the Kansas and the Kentucky offers? Uh, you know what? It's good for college basketball when that kid stays home. When that kid stays home and helps make Alabama a respectable, solid, competitive program. I mean, DeMarcus Cousins uh, and, um, oh boy, uh, the kid from Parker, whose name's escaping me. I went Bledsoe. Bled, yeah, Bled, Eric Bledsoe. They were in the same class. They both ended up at Kentucky. How much better would it have been if those two guys were at Alabama? I mean, we say that selfishly. I mean, that team went on, I think, to play for a national championship. Or right. Did they win it? I don't think they won it. I don't. I don't. I don't think. Is that Calipari's team that won it all? I don't. I don't think so. It may have been. I don't remember. It, Calipari's had too many teams not win it all. I think we're better off guessing they didn't. Um, but Jimmy, let me but let me say this. Get that analogy. I'm not saying. Oh, I'm so glad he signed with Iowa. I'm just saying. I know. I know. You know. I hope everybody understands what I'm saying. And and you can't take offense that Caden Proctor stays home and then celebrate uh, two years from now when LeBaron Phylon from Mobile uh, stays home. I mean, because yeah, uh, he, he has got the same reasons to sign with Kansas that Caden Proctor had to sign with Alabama. Yeah, you're right. And the, the thing that does make it different is because he is from Iowa. Iowa is not necessarily a hotbed for football. If he were from, uh, you know, Tennessee or Texas, and, and I think – and it would make more sense for him to go to Alabama if he wants to. T- Texas will be fine. Tennessee – Tennessee may not be fine. But, you know, my point is – Iowa's not going to produce a lot of Caden Proctors. And when they do, they got to get them. They got to get them. So, um, Jimmy, let me tell everybody about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the place to go to get that bet in. You know you want to. You want to bet on so many different things. Like what conferences will look like next week. That may be something you may be able to bet on. You can bet on uh, uh, NBA futures, college football futures, NFL futures. You can bet on uh, Major League Baseball right now. You can bet on so much stuff at betonline.net. It's almost crazy. BetOnline is where the game starts. You know you want to go there. You know you want to try it out. You will absolutely love it. Go there, ASAP. BetOnline is where the game starts. All right, Jimmy, let's talk about this this move. Uh, USC, UCLA, um, apparently headed to the Big Ten. And – you know, the, the traditionalist in me hates this. The uh, pragmatist in me understands this is the way it's going to be. Now, one thing you said about Caden Proctor, and I, I saved this comment. I'm glad I remembered it. My prevagen's kicking in. That um, you said you don't want to be a regional sport. See, I think a move like this, USC and UCLA, helps prevent college football from becoming regional. Because if USC and UCLA stay in the Pac-12, and we all thought they were this morning. But if they did, I mean, I, I've had the thought, like, how's anybody ever really going to even – if, uh, even if Lincoln Riley kicks butt in, in Los Angeles, nobody's still really going to take the conference seriously. I mean, it's just not going to happen. I mean, it, nobody really cares what Oregon State and 
frankly, for that matter, Stanford do. I mean, they, they just, it's not worried about it. So, but now, can you imagine USC and Ohio State or UCLA and Michigan every single year? That makes things pretty fun. Yeah, it's a long bus ride for the tennis team from Los Angeles to uh, Piscataway. But, you know, <laughs> hey, what are you going to do? Um, that being said, I think this is now, if you are a college football traditionist like I've always been, you have two choices. Quit following the sport or understand what we're about to have is AFC, NFC. That's what we're going to have. And if I'm the ACC and the Big 12, I'm scared to death right now. The rest of the Pac-12, you can already just count them as either gone, folded, given up sports, whatever. They're going to do something. Washington and Oregon probably have a place at the table for somebody. Arizona and Arizona State and, and Colorado may be a little bit nervous. If I'm Oregon State, I'm like, um, yeah, well, guys, we need to build an aquarium or something where this football stadium is because I don't know that we've got a spot. Um, and if you're the ACC, you look around and you go, you, if you're the ACC commissioner, you look around and you start calling everybody frantically and saying, we're going to do everything we can maybe to recruit Notre Dame as an official member. Uh, maybe they go after uh, the Atlantic coast is couldn't be any further away from Washington and Oregon, but maybe they go after Washington and Oregon because regionality doesn't matter anymore. It's all done. And for those who think that this move, Los Angeles, uh, UCLA and, and USA heading to the big 10 screwed up regionality. Where were you when Missouri's playing Florida every year? Where were you when Boston college is playing Miami every year? I mean, it's, it's, that's been dead. That doesn't matter anymore. So if I'm ACC, I call Oregon and I call Washington and I say, guys, we're going to make y'all something you can't refuse. And yes, it's going to kind of suck that Washington's going to have to travel to uh, Miami and Oregon's going to have to travel to Boston College. But, you know, them's the breaks. And it's, it's we're all cashing huge checks now. You can afford it. Yeah, uh, regionality uh, in, in terms of in terms of the conferences meaning something geographically, that was on life support, and this pulled the plug. It was on life support anyway. I mean, it wasn't really alive and kicking. Now it's dead. I mean, now, now the the Pac-12 and the and the Big Ten being a Midwest and 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 the ACC being all Atlantic Coast. Uh, I mean that that's just uh, the way of the dodo bird, as they say. That's just uh, dinosaur. Uh, I, I hate it. I, I hate it, but there's nothing I can do to stop it. I think you put it well when you're like, you either have to sort of embrace it or, or decide it's not your, your thing anymore. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm too, I'm too deep to, to decide I don't care anymore. <laughs> so I really don't have much of a choice here. And I don't know about the embracing part, but I, I mean, you know, th th this is about money. This is about Big Ten's money. This is about USC and UCLA's money. This is about eyeballs on TVs. This is about the Big Ten network owning the Los Angeles market. You can't get the SEC network in LA, but you can get the Big Ten network in LA on most TVs now. Um, I mean, there'll be there'll be interest in the Big Ten in LA now, uh, which is quite a big market. Uh, although interest in college football is uh, much more intense throughout, you know, other pockets of the country. But, you know, my first thought is this as to the other conferences. You know how the SEC was like, okay, fine, we'll do your 12-team playoff. We'll do it. 
but it's gonna it's gonna be the six and six model, and and, and this is what we'll agree to, and, and and then and then the SEC added Texas and Oklahoma or whatever, and then everybody else is like, screw this, we're not gonna do what the SEC wants. We're we're gonna form an alliance and be anti-SEC, and we're not gonna agree with their playoff format. Well, this is what has changed today. Well, the alliance is dead yeah. because all the other conferences did not want the Big Ten to do this. So there was never an alliance. That 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 was just something that didn't exist. I mean, that's 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 the Loch Ness monster. Now, and notice I didn't say Sasquatch because that's real. Uh, now, uh, but this is what comes to mind for 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 me. The Big Ten and SEC hold every card at the table now. They hold all the cards. I think now, as playoff expansion talks go on, assuming they do, if they do, at this point, the ACC, Big 12, and Pac-12 are like, uh, sirs, uh, may it please the court. Um, what would we have to do? What would we have to do? Uh how naked do we have to get? <laughs> That's exactly. I mean, what do we have to do to remain tangentially related to the playoff so we can split the money that the SEC and Big Ten are generating? What, uh, what is the uh, what is the conference equivalent of you can sleep with my wife with my permission? <laughs> If you just let us stay here. I don't know what the conference equivalent of that is. I mean, it literally is like that. I mean, the SEC and Big Ten now hold all the playoff cards. It's interesting to me. I don't want it to happen because, again, I, I'm a traditionalist, and I know all that's just being flushed. But I don't want the winner of the SEC to play the winner of the Big Ten, and that's the national champion. I don't want that. I, I, I want to have something that looks similar to what we got now. Okay, Jimmy, let me stop you there, and let's take a break. We're going to talk about this more as soon as we come back. And we're back. Uh, Jimmy, okay, you were about to talk about this. I, I think what all this is leading to, and I I think I said it pretty well earlier, patting myself on the back, literally, as you can see on YouTube or here on the podcasting machine. Um, we're going to have AFC, NFC. And I think what's going to happen is – we're going to have a playoff of probably 12 teams. Now, AFC, NFC may be wrong in the sense that I don't think it'll be, um, you know, the Big Ten having a playoff for, you know, the right to play for a national championship and the SEC doing that. I think it'll be a mix of the teams. But you have 12 teams, you have, and they can come from anywhere. But they're going to come from these two conferences. Now, it does – it begs the question – where does the SEC go from here? Because that, everything I've heard and seen since this was announced has made it sound like the SEC and Big Ten are going to 20 teams each. That's what they're going to. Now, that makes a ton of sense to me. Um, now it does. And so where do you go? And again, throwing regionality out of the equation because that's just a non-factor. If you're the SEC, maybe you say, okay, we, we go after Washington and Oregon. There is nothing less Southeastern than Seattle. But, you know, I, I've been to Seattle. I've been to Washington Stadium. It's gorgeous. I would love to see the University of Alabama play in that stadium. I think that would be wonderful. I don't think we've played them since we beat their brakes off in the Sun Bowl that year. Have we? Uh, 
We played Washington in the uh, playoffs. Oh, in the playoffs. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. That was, that was in Dallas, I think. <laughs> no, um, it was in Atlanta because I went to it. Atlanta. Okay, yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. That was Bo Scarborough go acting all Bo Jacksony. But um, Lane, Lane got uh, fired the next day. He sure did, and he should have because we we beat them senseless, and it should have been worse. Uh, I, mean, I don't think that's why he's fired, but no, he should have been fired for that. Is my point. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I I detest the idea of Washington, Oregon, and the SEC. But if the SEC wants to go more than sixteen, if they do then those, yeah, I mean, these are two of the biggest fish out there along with Notre Dame. Uh, some schools might be surprising in terms of how valued they are. And I, I want fans to understand this. I mean, if, if you want to be slightly wiser, and I, I'm not saying I'm wise, I'm the opposite of wise, but 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 I do know some things, and, and this I do know. The Big Ten didn't want USC and UCLA because they love their colors. Like, oh, yeah, we need to add, you know, we don't have enough garnet. We don't have enough... Uh, you know, we don't have that light colored blue. Uh, we, we love Chip Kelly on his dying breath there, even though he's done a terrible job at UCLA. They were added because of the Los Angeles TV market. That That's why USC and UCLA, despite the fact USC's good and improving and UCLA's bad, why they want both? Los Angeles. They, they, they've cornered the market in Los Angeles, okay? The SEC expanding has nothing to do with the one-loss records of the teams they would invite. Nothing to do. It will have to do with money. Who brings a new TV market that is big? It doesn't matter that Boise wins a lot of games. That's not a good TV market. The SEC doesn't care. The SEC network doesn't care about being on in Boise. Uh, the SEC network might care about being on in Phoenix. Maybe it's Arizona and Arizona State. That's a big, big TV market. So I'm not saying the SEC is going to invite those two. I don't know. I'm just saying that people have to think in terms of markets and money. It has nothing to do with what happens on the field. Zero. Maybe, maybe Miami. Maybe. If I'm Florida maybe. State, I'm scared to death. If I'm Clemson, I'm a little scared. Because South Kakalaki is already in the SEC. So, I mean – Adding Clemson, while it, as a traditionalist again, and especially recent tradition, it's having, if we had Clemson over South Carolina now, it'd be awesome. But we already have South Carolina. Right. And so adding Clemson doesn't, doesn't do, do much. Doesn't you know? do much. Adding Florida State, adding really Miami. But, but at Florida, Florida, I mean, Miami's such a big market, though. Miami's a little different to, to me, although it's a private small school, too. But that doesn't matter. That doesn't well, matter. No, probably not, but they don't have We're the alumni brand. base. They don't have the alumni base that most SEC teams do, and like even Texas and Oklahoma. But but that's a maybe. But I just don't want I think too many fans immediately focus on who's a good team. Yeah, and that and that, that's not right. That that's I mean, that, that's not what they're looking at. By that logic, and I think that logic is correct. This may sound stupid. I think it's better to add Boston College over Clemson or Florida State. Yes. Bigger yeah. market, you know, a, a, a nicer area. And, um, you know, Boston just as a big city. All of a sudden it just draws, even if you're not a Boston College fan, you're sort of like, okay, this if Alabama's coming in town, I'm going to watch that. And ironically, Alabama's got games scheduled against Arizona in the future, against yeah. Boston College in the future. I mean, maybe they're not. 
Another good one people don't think of is Virginia Tech. And I'll say that for two reasons. Number one, Virginia is actually a big population state. I mean, you know, uh, there might not be the one city other than maybe Washington, D.C., but 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 Virginia, Virginia Tech uh, feels like an SEC team, feels like an SEC trip, and it adds another arguably southern state. I mean, once once you add Virginia Tech, now you got SEC network wise the whole state of Virginia. And how uh, smart was Maryland? I mean, although I could make the argument that if Maryland were still in the ACC, they yeah. would be they could about name their price for that DC market and where they yeah. are. Um, yes. and, and the SEC would bend over backwards to get Maryland in there. And it make, Maryland makes more sense in the SEC, if you ask me. But it is what it is, and they, they landed pretty well. Um, but, man, I, I, this is this has gone nuts. If you're Vandy and Rutgers, uh, and, shoot, if you're Mississippi State, you're like, guys, all we want to do, we just want to hang on. You don't, <laughs> we don't need anything extra. You can keep paying us what you pay us now. We just want to hang on because if the if Mississippi State so much as looks at the SEC commissioner wrong, he's going to be, you know what? Phoenix, I think, has a lot more people than Starkville. I'm not sure about that. I'm going to have to consult the interwebs, but I'm pretty sure it does. Right. I think the SEC having a stake in uh, Nashville is probably pretty big. I mean, I realize that there's not That's a melting pot. There's not a bunch of Vanderbilt fans that watch in Nashville, but but Nashville being an SEC town still feels very important, you know, to me, uh, more so than Starkville. But look, I don't think there's a precedent of kicking teams out, and and I don't think the SEC would do that. Uh, the only thing, I mean, I don't even think the SEC would rethink Missouri. Uh, and keep in mind, Missouri, which might not move the needle for a lot of people, we said it at the time we added Missouri. St. Louis and Kansas City, Missouri, two big TV markets. Now there's a lot of lot of SEC fans live in St. Louis, Missouri, and Kansas City, Missouri that didn't have many SEC fans before. So I think in that sense, Missouri's been a helpful ad. All right, buddy, that's going to do it for this wild and woolly episode of Locked On Bama. Thank you guys for listening, and we will check with you all later and probably in a couple days when uh, – you know, Alabama's joined the AFC North or something. Who knows? All right. <laughs> we'll be back later. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.